This is a special episode talking about the impact of the coronavirus. I was at the game, uh, the Mavericks game, uh, this week. With it, uh, the, the buzz went through the crowd. They actually usher that I've, I've had the same season tickets for 29 years now, so I'm on a first-name basis with the usher. We have really nice seats, and she just came up and whispered in my ear and said, guess what, this is the last game of the year. They just uh, suspended the, the season. And then later we find out that uh, all sports pretty much, any large uh, gatherings of people have been have been canceled. No March Madness, and so obviously there's some sports card insights about that because that means all sports are now on off season for a while. So the Zion Mania, where you're looking at what Zion's doing as he's trying to catch up with Ja for Rookie of the Year, uh, you know, and and just the, it seemed like the daily increase in some of his better cards. Uh, that's that's on hold now. So basketball, I think, is especially impacted because it was it was really peaking. Whether it's uh, pushing for the playoffs and the playoffs coming up, as well as or, or the March Madness, uh, those things are. Uh, I'm guessing they're off, uh, not just suspended, but but totally off. As far as the future, uh, I'm not able to <laughs> predict what that is. I when I got my um, PhD in statistics, I had an offer and a, an opportunity to go do a postdoctoral fellowship at a biostatistics uh, place where I would have been doing some epidemiology and things like that. And I, I, I didn't act on it. I, I went and I went and become a prof- became a professor instead because I just, I wasn't that strong in science. So I'm not going to give you science information. This is not uh, science insights. It's uh, sports card insights. But uh, again, I, I'm, uh, I'm sad because I love watching sports. Uh, but this coronavirus is different uh, than the flu. It's 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 more virulent. It's more deadly. It's more easily uh, transmitted than the regular flu, and it's contagious before it's symptomatic, which is obviously a problem. People don't know they have it, and that's why there's there's uh, this aggressive shutting down of uh, other other things. The other thing that it impacts, which also would include uh, collectors, friends that I know, is it affects. It, it, it has a greater effect. Seems to have a greater effect on those that have other health concerns or are, or are older. And so if, if you, uh, uh, are significantly overweight, this is a wake up call to, uh, get back, uh, to, to, to move toward being in, uh, better shape, uh, healthier. And, uh, and again, it, it might be really important. Uh, doing the math here, uh, if they say this doubles every four days, you can start with one. And, uh, in 40 days, you'd have a thousand people infected. And they say that's, uh, you know, two or three percent would die. I think it, I'm hoping it'll wind up being less than that. But if it's two percent, that's 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 only twenty people dying. That's still twenty people, twenty families that are impacted. But but uh, but the problem is when you double that, when you go to eighty days out, it goes up to a million people infected. Uh, and you go to one hundred twenty days, it's one billion people. So the uh, geomet- geometric or uh, kind of exponential progression of this, uh, that you can see why people are very serious. The the quarantining, uh, I'm not sure that's going to work. Uh, I hope it works to a great enough degree that that can can slow the rate, and hopefully they can uh, come up with a with a uh, a cure, a shot, whatever. Uh, another sports card insight: Rudy Gobert, uh, the first player really to be identified as as having the COVID nineteen. Uh, be interesting to see how badly he's affected. He's in, you know, these athletes, especially, I mean, basketball, all the athletes are in just spectacular shape, but will his uh, career be compromised? Will he uh, be uh, seriously, I don't know. You know, I, I, I hope uh, he, he has a mild case and uh, again, that it, it doesn't transmit to other people on his team or, or in his uh, family or the people he's come in contact with. Clearly, the other thing, which, you know, again, there are a lot of other podcasts that talk more about investment than I do, but 
you know, the, the, this has clearly been really bad for the economy, especially the stock market. And you couple that with the, the it's kind of a crash in oil prices. Uh, there, there's some, uh, some storm, storms. They're not storm clouds. We're, we're in the middle of a storm. Um, if you're have a certain kind of job, you may not be able to go to work. And if you can't work, and in some cases you would not get paid, uh, I just want to tell you that, uh, you know, card collecting, uh, can be an investment, but it's also a hobby. And if you uh, don't have your job or you don't have income, uh, there, there will be people that are going to have to think about selling their collection or selling some of their collection. Cause if it's a choice of eating or providing for your family or having a nice collection, and again, many of the collection items, as we've talked in some of the episodes are replaceable. There may be a few things that'd be really difficult to replace, but not, uh, but, but that's a, that's probably a short list. Um, there back in 87 when they had the, I mean, it sounds like a long time. I was a Black Friday or Black Monday, whatever it was. But that day when the stock market crashed so bad, it actually was a boost to uh, vintage card collecting and especially the more, uh, more, uh, more uh, difficult, the, the rarer, scarcer items. Because in some sense, there, there may have been a perception that cards would be, uh, or at least glamour cards or, or older cards would be safer than the stock market. Again, there are no sure things. Again, that's a perception of some people. Uh, it, it, it seemed to be true in those days. And yet, once that market went down, it started building its way back up. And I'm hoping that's, I mean, I'd like to end on that note is that the stock market's going down and, and it, it looks pretty gloomy out there, but, uh, just hoping there are uh, better days ahead and soon. And if you, at some point you jump into the stock market or you, if, if cards are continue to go up or if they dip, you know, it could be a selling opportunity, it could be a buying opportunity. Again, I'm not, telling you what to do. I'm just saying that in a dynamic situation like this, there are opportunities to to uh, to courageously uh, jump in or jump out and use your best uh, judgment. So thanks, people. I hope nobody's uh, sick. Uh, pay, pay attention to the precautions. Uh, we're missing the sports. They won't be on TV or at the, at the game, but uh, hopefully that'll come back soon. So I'll address this again in another episode. Uh, but for now, that's just my, my quick take on the coronavirus. And and it's uh, terrible uh, uh, results at this point.